0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Blindsided. Joe here, and I'm surrounded by Scott. And Barry. And guess who's missing? Andy. Andy. Just as soon as we're back together, Andy decides to take off.
1: I'm not taking
2: offense to it, but I the, probably should. I'm glad he's gone. This should be one of our better episodes. Exactly. So stay tuned. <laughs> You've got high expectations. We're
1: relive episode six.
0: Having said that, though, I did get a call from Andy. I think he butt-dialed me. Oh. And um, I captured it, but then it, it, just a few seconds and then it cut out. So I thought I'd play it for you guys. Sounds good. You are really good with your phone. Aren't I, though? Yeah. yeah. Butt dials? Gets, mm-hmm. gets me all the time. All right, here it is.
2: Whatever happens, just trust me. Will you just trust me? Huh, kids?
0: Sorry, <laughs> folks, the park's closed. Mouse out <laughs> front should have told you. Yes, uh, we're here to
2: see Mr. Roy Wally.
0: What's your name, sir? Andrew S. Gordon. <laughs> What's this regarding, Mr. Gordon?
2: Ah, uh, we're here for public amusement relations. There is a, a summer inspection to a personal matter. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> well, nobody, um, nobody notified this office of, um, anything.
2: Well, uh, I'm notifying you.
0: I'm afraid I'm going to need a little more than that, sir. Huh?
2: <laughs> Okie dokie, how's this? <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts out. Wow, butt dial! At a really a great time for us at a major theme park. He butt dialed.
1: So uh, is this our first? Who would win in a fight between of the of the episode?
2: Andy and a large mouse. Exactly. <laughs> I got to say, whoever did that, uh, Mickey Mouse. You know, that was actually Mickey Mouse, though, wasn't it? Uh, um. Yeah. Obviously, it's. Uh, <laughs> It was expensive for our podcast. If that was uh, an impersonation, it was was dead on. It was dead on? Dead on. You think that somebody else in
0: this podcast might have a second profession? (laughs) Well, it wasn't me. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Well, it's great to be back. Um, As we said, Andy is not joining us. But I think Andy is calling in at 10 after. Apparently, a lot has gone down. He's got a lot of material. He's going to – Try to squeeze into. Uh, and I know it wasn't Scott. No. No. <laughs> no skills here. All right, fine, you guys. Oh, fine, guys. It was me. <laughs> they, they're busted.
2: You guys just don't want to get sued. You want me to get sued. I'm sorry, what were you saying before I interrupted you? Yeah. To point out how talentless Scott is? Yeah. That was rude. <laughs> nice. That was a. Not, I was. So I you said. Y- y- yeah. I got to quit that. Barry
0: listens, just so our listeners know. Barry re-listens to these podcasts, and he thinks of all the things that he should apologize for. And I've found nothing yet that I should <laughs> that I plan to apologize for. Barry finds like at least three or four per episode.
2: I do, I do. It's 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 a curse. I'll I'll probably say four things today that I'll later regret. Why don't we'll do this exercise
0: in between episodes? We'll listen to it. And then we'll try to figure out what
2: things you're going to want to apologize for. Okay, sounds good. Right, yep. and there's already one. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. I said one on the another one on the way over here. I said a couple uh, via uh, Facebook Messenger today. Yeah,
0: but you already apologized for those, so I'm not going to. That's not gonna true. Those. That's true. But I've decided, you know, we've had a lot of really interesting episodes. We've had a lot of famous people on, directors, publishers. Right, this episode. I wanted to get back to the basics. Back to basics. I right? like that. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to our roots. I don't want people thinking that,
1: I don't know. We got bougie?
0: Yeah, we got bougie. Exactly. Let's um, keep it old school. So we are just going to do random topics all day, right? I am going to introduce a new a new segment called Wheel of Misfortune. Oh, I like it. I can't wait. So it's an app on my phone, and you spin it, and Whatever it lands on, you've got to talk about it or answer the question or whatever the case may be. Okay. Sounds, cr- sounds really good. But i got to figure out, I don't know how I'm going to introduce it as far as, like, I was thinking, like, if you ever forgot what somebody says, because you normally forget somebody says something during an episode, like, oh, Scott, it's your turn, and be like, no, Scott's already said something. I'll be like, you idiot. Now you got to spin the Wheel of Misfortune. If like Scott that. says something boring, we'll be like, "That was boring." Yeah. You gotta <laughs> spin the wheel of misfortune. So it's Andy like a penalty. Now.
2: It's like a penalty. I'll be spinning that thing like crazy. All right. Well, it's anyways, just keep in mind that that's on the table, especially okay. when Andy comes back. Yeah.
1: How's I your know. battery? I may not make it through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> All right. So Andy's not calling for six minutes. So um, I think we can start with the subject, right? Um, so I was going to start with uh, a really important one. Which is, if you could be any kind of tree, what kind of tree would you be? Hmm. Now, you're outdoorsy, Scott, so I figured you've got to have an answer. You love working with wood. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you got an answer.
2: I think so. Not yet, but I'll think of a better oh, time I, Scott's I done.
1: Yeah. I right, well, do you want to go ahead, Scott? or if, Unless you want to.
2: I obviously have an answer with my question.
0: <laughs> well, go for it. All right. Don't say hickory. I wasn't going to say hickory. Oh, well, thank God. Okay. I want to be a palm tree. Palms, palms. Oh, right. Yeah. Great weather, generally. You're normally by the ocean. People don't make furniture out of you that I'm aware of. No.
1: Like it's palm.
0: Yeah, wood. it's Useless
1: for. Wood we tree. have such different priorities in life.
0: Right? <laughs> oh, you want to be like a really useful wood, and I want to yeah. be like a, a lazy tree that just right. sways in the wind. Exactly. Right. And like people generally don't c- climb them, except to get my huge nuts. Coconuts. Right. So yes, and, and like they're not susceptible; they don't seem to be too susceptible to like fires and weather, right? Because they withstand hurricanes. Right. Yeah. Right, so I think it's palm tree. They bend over a lot. Well, so do. Oh, I mean, um, you know what? I should. I should make you do the wheel of misfortune.
1: You should. I, okay. <laughs>
0: All right, you're our first wheel of misfortune.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So all you got to do is hit the spin button.
2: Okay, I'm ready. Hit the spin button down the bottom. I don't know if it makes a noise. It needs to make noise. You got to hit, hit it now. Okay. i got to turn up the volume in case it makes noise. So Oh, i, sorry, I, I yeah. Okay, spinning it. No noise. click,
0: right. <laughs> click, 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 click,
2: click. What'd you land on? What was the last time you shit yourself? Oh, got to tell us the last time you shit yourself. I do have a story about that that I'd be happy to tell. I imagine as
0: middle-aged white guys, I imagine we all have a story only the last time we shit ourselves.
2: I can't remember doing it as a middle, middle-aged white guy. It's probably happened, but again, I'm a middle-aged white guy, so I forgot when it happened. But I do remember a time I was at work and like I had to go, but you know, uh, I, made, I made the mistake of trusting a fart, which – we all know it's a mistake. I think it's probably safe to say that
0: anybody over ten that shit themselves probably was trying to trust a fart,
2: yeah right <laughs> right That's I don't think anybody a-
0: just just all of a sudden <laughs> just forget and just <laughs> maybe that happened later unfortunately, but
2: so you know it wasn't like I don't think it went all the way through my pants or anything, but. There was, you know, significant damage done and I had to go home. So I just uh, I was sitting at someone else's desk at the time. Oh my <laughs> God. Worse. Yeah, but they weren't there. So uh, I got up. I walked back to my own desk. Sort of waddled back over. Got my affairs in order. <laughs> and I told my boss, I'll be back in like half. I lived really close to work at the time. I said, I'll be back in like half hour, 45 minutes. I got to go home for something real quick. And he was like, OK, fine. I never told him what what the deal was. So then later on, I had a girlfriend at work, which I know you're not supposed to do, but nevertheless. And this was probably a year later. And I told her the story. I was like, I was at so-and-so's desk one time, and and you'll never guess what happened. And she's like, you shit yourself, right? She's like, oh, I can't wait to tell everybody. (gasps) What? And so she starts telling people this story. And I'm like, could you not? I told you you're my girlfriend. Quit it. This was a long time ago. I hope you dumped her. Right. <laughs> <stat. laughs> All right. Well, thank you for t- participating in the Wheel of Misfortune. Wait, I got like five more minutes to this story.
0: No,
1: uh-uh. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say five more episodes. of.
2: See, I have a story. That would have been funnier. Good job, Scott. Good job. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs>
0: Give him credit. He gets one Wheel of Misfortune credit. <laughs> so,
2: next time you say something boring or dumb, then you'll be back even. Okay. That would have been funnier if I had said, wait, wait, I got five more times I shit myself I want to mm-hmm. talk about. It. That would have been tragic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have stories, but the whole idea is that's still on the board. So I'm going to save mine to when I. And you didn't even have to spin it, but you're going to go ahead and tell the story. Anyway. No, I'm not. I'm saving it. No, I'm dying to talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to listen. Nope.
0: I'm you won't sa- tell us. Nope. I'm going to save it. That's going to keep our, it's called a hook. It's going to keep all of our
1: listeners. Wow. Yeah. They they can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> I'm sorry, we digress. So I would be a hickory tree. <laughs> hickory tree. Because I limited myself geographically. I wasn't thinking I could just move across the nation and be wherever I wanted to be. I was thinking around this area, what kind of tree would I be? So, and then I started thinking, well, you know, they're strong and they're, you know, they, they make great furniture and other stuff. And they, they have these nuts that feed the animals and it's just a really useful tree. So that was my th- thought process. Who has bigger nuts, palm trees or hickory trees? Palm, but hickory has a lot of them.
2: Good point. Just saying. Sometimes quantity is better than quality.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can spread my seed far and wide. <laughs> just that conversation just turned. All right, Barry.
2: Wood. All right, tree. I mean, see, here's the thing about ash trees. They're all dying. They do. They around here, a lot of them have died because of the emerald ash borer. But the wood of the ash tree is very. It's it's really it has a very unpredictable grain. If you cut it, say, say you cut it into a board or something, the, the you know, normally if you think of like a pine pine board, you'll get like a cathedral type of grain on that and it's very straight. Ash trees, it like swirls and does all this crazy stuff. It, it, it's a <sighs> – there's Andrew. There he is. Oh, just in time because I was losing me. Go ahead and hang up on him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andrew anyway.
2: Gordon.
3: Hello. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I just got to finish my story. It's only going to take like ten more minutes. Hang on.
3: (laughs) Oh my god, I'm I'm sure.
2: (laughs)
0: That's why Andy went down there, spent all that money to listen to you talk about wood grain. Andy, buddy. The
3: episode. You guys can pretend like I just wanted. Go ahead. Good. If you have a story to tell, you guys can call me back when you're done.
0: Nope. Nope. you came at a perfect time. We
2: were just talking about what kind of tree we wanted to be. Just ten more minutes is all we need. We'll call you right back.
3: Great. Anyways. So I'm here for our first live remote of Blindsided oh. down here at the happiest place on earth. Just kidding. I'm at Epcot.
2: <laughs> Let me tell you, just you sound kidding, great, Andy.
3: Just kidding again, because the happiest place would be there with you guys doing the podcast.
2: Oh, it's nice.
3: Did you not you cry?
2: You just, he, almost.
0: <laughs> See, I All think right. you, you just increased our women viewership as well.
3: I'm, I'm not going to take up a lot of your guys' time. Oh, thank cause you. I want to be the guy to listen to the episode and then comment on it less, next week. But so I don't know if you've remembered this, but my wife Adrian talked about how on any given day in Disney, 90% of the population is there, a, a, a sample of. What? So you do market research, right? Got it. So, I don't okay. Understand. All right. So great. So, I'm walking around here. I'm just going to randomly interview some people and, and just test out that theory and also maybe find out if they've heard the podcast. So, um,
2: this should go good.
3: Hi. Uh, what's your name?
4: Victoria. Where are you from? Covington, Louisiana. <laughs>
3: how, uh, how old are you?
4: I'm 50 years old. And oh, I'm a white male.
3: Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. Have you ever heard of blindsided? Of course Great. not not that hurts okay it didn't go so well (laughs) um all right hold on
0: all right so we don't have a big hello
3: sir are you hello sir where are you from hey man i'm from covington louisiana man oh that's weird uh how old are you hey man i'm like 50 man (laughs) and you are a male uh hey man i'm like a male
2: middle-aged white guy
3: and have you ever heard of blindsided i love blindsided man it's the best What's your favorite episode? Oh, the one where Scott cries, man. That's the best. <laughs> wow well, this this theory is not. Good. Are you th- are you two related? Everybody in Louisiana is related, man. You know that. <laughs> That's a good joke. Okay, uh, hold on.
1: Louisiana things. Having lived in Louisiana, I wasn't buying those that um, these were real people until the crying thing. Hashtag Louisiana
2: things.
3: Huffington, Louisiana okay and how old are you 50 and she you are sure. what
4: 100 percent white male
3: okay so do you guys know each other
1: sounds like a jewish female to me
3: <laughs> and have you ever heard of the podcast and andrea oh yeah five out of five wow that's great what's your favorite segment
4: S-C-O-T-T
1: S-C-O-T-T He is going to make me cry.
3: Okay, I got one more person I'm going to stop. This is weird. Uh, Ma'am, you. Hello. Hi. Where are you from? Covington, Louisiana. Okay, and how old are you? Fifty. And what is your gender and uh, ethnicity? White male. And have you ever heard of blindsided? Yes. Well, what's your favorite episode? I played the Fifth Amendment. Okay, so I'm going to say unlike what Adrian suggests, there is not 90% of the population here at any given day. But one thing we can say is three out of four people who come to Disney listen to Blindsided.
0: That should be our tagline for this episode. That's all I
3: got for you, boys. That was it.
2: That was good. Good stuff. I've
3: got to go. We have just made it through all the countries, uh, experiencing all the cultures, and uh, I will see you all next week. Have a good show.
0: See you, buddy. See you. Safe travels. All right. Tell all All those people in Covington, love them.
3: All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
1: I wonder if any of those people from Covington know where it's located.
0: Why Covington? (laughs) I, don't well, know. I thought there was on to something there. I've
2: been to Covington, Kentucky.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Lovely place.
0: <laughs> I've been to Covington. Nowadays. <laughs> do you remember back in the late 90s?
2: No.
1: What was it like back then? Holy crap. Was it Dicey? It was Dicey. Dicey, to say the least. So that's that twisted wood of Oh, ash yeah. Back to that. does make it hard
2: for it to, to it, split. It uh, You if know. See, so you yeah. you know because you try to split it. Right. So you know I'm not bullshit. No, I don't try. I do split you it, split. but it's hard. Yeah. I've made bowls out of it and I've cut it into, you know, lumber and it's it's beautiful sort of if you put the right finish on it but that's and so that's me. Right?
0: So you basically are saying you would like to be ash because you'd make
1: pretty bowls and furniture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were at a camp a couple of weeks ago. And there's this uh, log. I'm showing a picture. Yeah. And this log is grown and it looks like a sprocket. It does. It's crazy. I don't know what would cause that. I've been fascinated by that. I thought maybe Barry would know. I've never seen that before in my life.
0: Anyway. If Barry does know, let's not talk about it on the podcast because I'm bored.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ash has an unpredictable grain pattern, but it can be quite beautiful if it's worked properly. (laughs) That's you. That's me. Oh, my god! That just sums me up right there.
0: I think we all pick some pretty good wood. I'm going to rephrase that. (laughs) All right. That was random question. Number one, Barry, Scott, you guys got anything? I know Scott doesn't.
2: No, I do. Well, do you? Yeah. You came prepared? Oh, yeah. Always. That's good because we get about 40 more minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So are there any easy words that you just cannot ever spell correctly? Like you're typing them into your computer and you can't spell it right? Yes.
0: But I don't know if they're easy. Like I can't spell parallel. That is a hard one.
2: Yeah. It's a hard one.
0: I couldn't spell it today. I would, right before I came here, I had to send an email to somebody and talking about parallel development. And I was like, I can't spell parallel.
2: There's this thing, Scott, it's called uh, spell
1: check. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, you, you apparently do not. No, I, I no, I know instantly that I spelled it wrong as soon as I do it. So mine is block. Like I'll put a block on my calendar cause I want to work on a project or something. And as I type it in, what? I always spell it wrong. Like how, the hell, what the hell? how do you spell that wrong? My fingers just go crazy. Like oh. I, yeah, it's not that I don't know how to spell it. It's that when I type it. What letter are you messing up? I'll, I'll do B-L, like C-O-K or something like that. But I just get the, like between the numbers three and four, letters three and four, I get them out of order.
2: I was going to say that I've started doing that recently and I figured that was just part of getting older. I started like transposing letters inside of words. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't
1: know how to spell them. It's just that I'm old and stupid. Well, I think part of mine is I'm just rushing through it, you know, cause it's a simple word. And I'm just going you know, to like pound it in. Yeah. And, um, and I just mess it up, yeah. but I do it so reliably. It was like, how do I keep doing that? So for you, it's more that you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. You'll apologize to me <laughs> for that later. I was like going to say, I'm
2: going to make a mental note now. <laughs> 12th minute. <berry. laughs> I'm, I'm spelling guy. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty good speller. Uh, so I have, I have no doubt you're a good speller. I'm not good at a lot of things, but spelling, for some reason, like, and I, I'm always, you know, apologetic. Surprise, surprise! To people who can't spell, because a lot of times people can't spell, that doesn't mean they're stupid at all. You know, people can be, you know, incredibly smart but bad spellers. I don't think there's any correlation there between being a good speller. And the same thing is true for me. Like, I'm not saying I'm some kind of genius because I can spell well, but I, I can spell well. Also, itinerary. I have a hard time with that one. That is a hard mm-hmm. one.
0: Uh, so I, pay, I have hard times with hard words. That's what you're basically saying, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: But I do find myself – I'll go to type a word and I'll start typing the wrong word just because I'm used to typing another word more often, like my last name, which I don't want to give away. OK. Back to me. Um. <laughs> I'll spend
1: enough time with Barry. <laughs> Well, the next topic is going to be yours. No <laughs> it's getting kind of hot in here. He'll probably like go out of order. Yeah, right. soon. Somebody opened that door already! My God, <laughs> Christian, it's like a hundred. Maybe the window behind you. Oh, Jesus, it's not on the main street at least. No, that'll look, all the traffic in.
2: That one does. This one's better. I'm opening the window. Barry's opening oh, the it. window. All right. Well, that's going to be your topic. Open oh, the window. Man. You're done.
0: Okay, my turn. Oh, that feels a lot better already. All right, your turn. Go ahead.
2: What? You got a topic. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you not prepared? Uh, I got a lot of good stuff, but that's not one of them. <laughs> I do have one. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, what is the thing that surprised you the most when you traveled to a country you'd never been to before? Any country surprised you the most?
0: The thing that surprised
2: me the Oh, um, I went
0: to India once. You've been all over, Joe. I have. I've been everywhere, man. Um, that was good. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, I went to India once and I was surprised. It was a major city. It was uh, Chennai. It used to be called Madras. I don't know what it's called now. But um, it smelled.
2: The whole place? The whole place smelled. Good. No, it smelled bad. <laughs> what did it smell like? Urine? Uh, garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage.
0: Yeah. In uh, more places than, like, I understand, like, when you went, like, they had a lot of shanties and, like, some slums down by the river, and that stunk, right? Now, I expected to, but then I'd go downtown, especially after a rain. Oh, my gosh, after a rain.
2: I think that you should spin the wheel for offending the entire two billion people that are in India. Come on. We have a consensus. Come on, Scott. I was surprised that a city that size would, would smell. You have offended every single person in that entire city, and there's like a billion people in that city. Seriously. You fine, i spin, spin it. I, I think you're <laughs> offending them by overestimating their population.
0: Wait a minute. So what you're saying is if I spin this wheel and answer this question, then like <laughs> everything's fine,
2: right? No. Nothing's fine. It's going to be you have a you have a billion people to apologize to right now. I didn't I just said, and you quote, what surprised you? I was surprised by the smell. I didn't we, say I didn't like it. We were, maybe I like <laughs> Maybe I like that smell. I wasn't thinking you were going to offend a billion people when you said your answer. Maybe you could have said
1: something that surprised you that was nice. Well, I mean, New and Orleans I, smells like piss all the time and people love going there.
2: Joe, I tried to give you an out by saying it smelled good. And you're like, no, correction, it smelled like ass. He said, you're, garbage. <laughs> your words, not mine. Yeah. I, I'll spin it. Joe,
0: I'm sorry. I'll spin it just so I can talk about my <laughs> I hope I get the shit one, too.
2: <laughs> Speaking of garbage. I hope I don't get a couple of these. I wasn't planning on offending everyone oh, in look. the world. Oh. When's the last time you shit yourself? Very nice. Just so everybody can... Is that can, the only question that thing has? I was going to show it to you guys just to so you... Could, oh, there's only like six? He's yeah. desperate to tell this story. This better be the best story of all time, It's not Scott. the best, but it's recent. <laughs> recent? Oh, my
0: God. It was December. I went down to visit my mom, and I'm going to be very upfront about this because I know my mom, and well, my mom doesn't, but my sister's listen to this. I drove down to visit my mom for Christmas. It's a four-hour ride. I get there, you know... In exchanged pleasantries, and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom because I had to take a leak. I go into the bathroom to take a leak, and like we discussed— You shit. You trusted a fart. I trusted a fart, and I shit myself. But it didn't—it didn't—it <laughs> didn't break the plane of my butt cheeks. Oh. So, like, I didn't soil
2: myself. No not harm, no foul in that case. Right. So I took care of it. Um, That's the worst shit yourself story I've ever heard. But it's you should spin that wheel again because that was the worst shit yourself story I've ever heard. It's recent. Yours didn't even have a time frame on it. (laughs) Mine was December twelfth. That was good. I'll I'll accept it. What do you think, Scott? What did you think of his shit yourself story? Recent, Scott. It's I can tell that you want to tell your own shit yourself. No, I don't think I have one. I was camping, and we were on a hike. So, okay.
1: Do you want to spin to just make it official, or no, no? Yes. I just, I'm just going to opt in. Pass the so gin. I didn't. Could you pass the gin before I have to listen to the story? Yeah, it's going to be boring. <laughs> I'm going to have to spin again. <laughs> so we do this um, this backpacking trip out in New Hampshire, and we're up in the mountains, and they have um, uh, outhouses, and but they're composting toilet outhouses. So you like, you know, you, you take a dump in there, but you're not supposed to pee in them because it messes up the process. It is shockingly difficult to separate those two, like to, to take a piss when you've got to take a dump wow. and to not do one or the other. So um, so I didn't have any accidents or anything, but there were times when I just like gave up on the whole process. I'm like, screw it. I know I'm going to screw up the whole like composting toilet thing, but I just cannot separate these two streams. I'm just going to do them both at once. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't even count.
2: Uh, I don't think it counts anymore. <laughs>
0: And I also think that Christian's going to have to edit out the first 15 minutes of this just so it doesn't get labeled this shit episode. And he's never
2: really town telling yet. I know. I'm trying to decide whose story's worse. <laughs> Joe's in the bathroom. Scott is in a latrine that was dug specifically for this purpose. I was in an office chair at work. It wasn't even your office. <laughs> I have a very strong sphincter. Congratulations. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Wait, did you have something? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was the country thing. Yeah. I, I'll go next unless you want to go, Scott.
1: Well, I, I, so I'll do uh, Mexico. I'm going to try to not be offensive like Joe was <laughs> 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 when I traveled there. Oh, it's funny when Scott says it.
2: <laughs> I called Joe out and he's looking at me like a, like I'm an asshole. Well, Both can be yeah,
1: true. <laughs> 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 um. I was just surprised at how, like, gracious everybody was that we interacted with. So
0: Oh, don't go the exact opposite
1: of me. Oh no, no, they were, like, so cool. And uh, I had this funny experience just last night, in fact. So um, this guy moved here from Mexico, and somebody introduced me to him because he's a, he's a runner. And um, so, you know, we've been out now, like, this is our third time running last night. And his wife brought him and dropped him off. Well, I didn't know who she, you know. it's was like, oh, okay, his wife. Didn't think anything about It turns out she's one of our vice presidents at work. And so, and I've talked to her before because the site that she was at just before this, I have budgetary responsibility for. And so it was like, oh wow, like we made this connection in the middle of Metro Parks. Didn't know who that was, and, and she's,
2: she's Mexican. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, is surprising. That would be surprising. Yeah. just to run into someone. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, right, Barry. Are you going to be middle
0: of the road? I offended Indian people. Apparently, the entire Indian continent. Well, it's not a continent, but you know what I mean? Whatever. Sub, subcontinent. Scott said everybody in, in Mexico is so
2: friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Hit in between that. Have you been to Iceland? They're a little chilly. I wish I would have gone to Iceland when I had the chance, when they were making head direct flights coming out of Cleveland. I'm so jealous of people, the Gordons, for example, that got to go on that trip. That was really smart, and I wish I would have done that with my family. I've heard that country of Iceland is beautiful, and it doesn't smell at all because it's mainly ice. It smells like sulfur from the the volcanoes. Better than the ass smell of Chennai, India.
1: (laughs) I don't think sulfur is a very good smell either. That was what was crazy. Like we were at this brewery and they're telling us how great the beer is because the water is so pure. I'm like, I don't know, man. Every time I wash my face or brush my teeth, it smells like sulfur. Really? And your beer tastes the same. Not good. Sulfur beer? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, when I went – I've been to England a couple times and Ireland – There's something that struck me every time I've gone there. Uh, The toilets are super deep, right? So you got like a foot splash. Oh my god! Another shit story. It sort of. There's literally like a foot between the rim of the bowl and the water level. You got a good twelve inches there, for nothing good to happen. Why not bring that water level up? You know, you need a wider, shallower bowl. Mm. That's all I got, Joe. Joe's disgusted. Joe, spin it
0: again. No, I I can't believe you just th- sat around and thought, you know what? This would be an interesting topic because I want to talk about how the toilets could be shallower. Doing this podcast a disservice.
2: That's all I got.
0: All right. Well, this leads to my next topic, which your pr- answer will probably change now you to right. pull us out of the ditch right here. Come on. All right. So we've had 10 episodes, and I'm sure you guys have listened to them all, as I have. What feedback would you
1: give yourself for an area of improvement? Oh, we all know what I'm going to say. See, I thought about this. I was going to ask, what, was, like, what have you learned about yourself is how I was going to phrase it.
0: Oh, I didn't learn anything about myself. But I have areas that I want to improve. One of those I, is. I got some suggestions. No, nope, this is not a suggestion <laughs> topic. This is a self-reflection topic. Barry.
1: Barry's on fire tonight. Yeah. I think maybe he drank before he got here. He's gonna say he's gonna apologize
0: so much. I got a few tomorrow. suggestions, Joe. Nope. Mine is. I need to talk slower. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. One I it get wasn't a, even on my list. I get. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. One is I get excited, then I talk fast. And then when I realize, like most people list,
1: listen to these sped up, I probably sound like one of the chipmunks. Mm. See, I think you sound really good when I listen to it. Like I feel like I, I have short, quick bursts and I, I have a hard time even hearing myself when I listen to it, even at normal speed. But I think you do a really nice job with it.
0: And you listen to it faster?
1: No, I listen to it at normal speed.
0: Okay. No, I, I, when I listened to it, I was like, man, I should slow down.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. I think you do really well. Thank you, Scott. You're That's welcome. exactly why you are here. <laughs> you are the yin to Barry Yang. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: you want
0: right. to go next, Scott, or you want me yeah, to go? Give yourself feedback of yourself, Scott ahead. Okay.
1: So I'm very monotone, first of all. I don't have a lot of inflection in my voice, and so it's kind of flat. I also speak... Too quickly, and I make short, like, rapid-fire statements. And so I think it's hard for people to – it's hard for me sometimes even to understand what I just said or that I made a contribution because it's – It really is. Yeah. It's either that or it's long form and I'm boring as hell. So it's it's one of the two.
2: (laughs) Nobody says that about you as far as you know.
1: (laughs) I don't – I don't
0: notice that about you. No, I don't notice that about you. But – could that also not be an endearing trait? That could be an aspect you
1: bring to this podcast? I like it. Well, I appreciate you saying that. No, I, I haven't I haven't noticed those.
0: But I think it's one of those things like when you listen to your own voice, everybody else sounds normal and then everybody else is doing a great job but then you listen to yourself and you're like, God, I sound like an idiot. Yeah, I say that every every week. That's your feedback to you? Yeah. That you
2: sound like an idiot? Well, I I, I, I say things I were, would wish I hadn't said. And I and – I, let me just say right now, I, do, I say rude things because I want them to be funny, not because I believe that they're true. And, I, and I, I, I don't mean to hurt people's feelings and I'm not trying to. I, I, my, my brain says be funny first and then worry about the you know, repercussions of the stupid things that you say second. That's why you spend all week apologizing for the podcast <laughs> exactly. that gets dumped
0: on a, on a Sunday. Right. That makes perfect sense.
2: I'm sorry in advance. For all the stupid and mean things that I will say, I don't mean them. I'm just trying to be funny. Now, some of them I mean, but not in a mean way. There's a kernel of truth to every joke. I don't. I don't agree with that. Oh come on. There's a tr- there's a kernel of truth to a lot of funny jokes, but I I wouldn't say every joke. That's something my mother used to say to me whenever, like when I was a kid. Uh, and and I'm like, well, you know, that's not. It's just not true. I can you know I can't think of an example, but.
1: Anyway, sorry. well I've never taken offense to the stuff you've said. I think you're funny and you thanks you know you've got a good heart and you obviously you're just joking so I don't I don't think it's bothersome. Yeah, thank you. I, I don't mean to be you know
2: deliberately offensive.
0: Well I don't remember half the stuff you say so even worse like a lot. <laughs> much like our listeners.
2: <laughs> that hurts that's hurtful. It's hurtful stuff.
0: All right, Scott. we got to revisit that when Andy comes back, because I would like to see if he has any feedback for himself.
1: Oh, no, he's perfect in every way.
0: One might think, but, you know, he is an actor, and I imagine they get feedback after auditions.
1: Notes. I got a few notes. Yeah. Well, then they, like, they stomp away in a pout and slam a door, I think, when they get feedback. That's, That's not Andy. Come on.
2: So open. He's open oh, to criticism.
1: And right. a severe side
2: eye there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's open to constructive criticism. You're just saying that because we're on a
0: podcast. And nobody, I can't defend myself. Okay, I just
2: broke my microphone. Okay, there we go.
0: All right. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Scott. Okay.
1: Can yeah. I do a who would win in a?
0: Yes, but I'm going to get one into the this Okay, week, okay, okay. You guys okay. shut me out last week. All right.
1: I didn't do one, so we'll just go with yours. All right. So I was thinking of Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. So Linda Carter. In the 70s versus Gal Gadot today. Oh. Is
2: it, does people say Gadot or Godot?
1: Godot. I don't know. I say Godot.
2: Okay. Godot. First of all,
0: I love her. Mm-hmm. She's on my list, oh, which gets God. updated frequently. Mm-hmm. Just ask my wife, Karen. Mm-hmm. I, she's got the same list and she's had the same list for 30 years. And I'm obviously the first on that list.
1: Gal's on her list? Oh, no. I wouldn't doubt it. She also has a list. She know. also has a list. Not the yeah. same people on the, the same, same list. list. Okay. I
0: imagine there is some crossover. But anyways, um, yeah, I love her. Yeah. So I, she's got my vote. I don't remember. I guess I remember. Was it Linda Carter you said? Mm-hmm. I remember her somewhat, but she didn't do it for me. Me either. Because I was more into blondes back then because of Farrah Fawcett. So like she was the standard to me. And then so when I'd see Linda Carter, I'd
2: be like, "Yeah, she's
0: – no, she doesn't do it for me.
2: I, I never understood the fascination with Linda Carter at all. I enjoyed the show, the original, the 70s Wonder Woman show for, for the superhero aspect to it, but not because I wanted to look at Linda, Linda Carter.
1: Well, I was so young back then too. Yeah. I was like five or six years old or something like that. I was a little older than that. Yeah. So I was nine, I think, nine or ten. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: I, I, like I haven't watched one of those episodes. Like are there skill sets similar
1: They've of course amped up uh, modern day Wonder Woman skill sets, like um, you know the the I think the the magical lasso does yeah. better, cooler stuff. Just because of the visual effects thing, yeah. Yeah, is that true? I think so. Hmm. Who do you think? I mean, I never saw Linda Carter pull down a was it a helicopter or whatever happened in Wonder oh, Woman, right? The latest one. Yeah, I
2: don't think that's a question. I think gal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, I, I enjoyed w- the. Gal Gadot movies, a lot, mm-hmm. and my daughter likes them. So I love watching them with her. Yeah, she's. Oh, you have
1: something movie. in common with your your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually, sir. Yeah. Glad we see that tie
0: actually ties into my fight. Barry, Barry, could you close that freaking door? That's all I can hear is traffic. It sounds like we're in Times Square.
2: Open. Oh, Broadcasting open. live from
0: Times Square. I okay. can't get the window down. There you go. All right. But speaking of 70s, who would win in a fight between Samantha Stevens from Bewitched or Jeannie from I Dream of Genie? Jeannie? Oh.
2: Let, me, let me clarify the ground rules here, okay? Do they get to use all of their magical powers from the show? Sure. Okay. This isn't like they
0: meet on the set of a movie fight. This is like the characters. That's why I didn't say Elizabeth McGovern
1: and Barbara Eden. Fair enough. Can't we just like have love? They're both so beautiful.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about them who's hotter next. <laughs> that's a good point. That, there's another, that's another two. Maybe it's because I was so young, but I, I never was. I never thought they were all that attractive. But they were you know, huge sex symbols in their day. Both of those. Actresses. Well, and then the
1: Genie outfit, you know, like that was pretty good showing off the midriff and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty risque back then, wasn't yeah. it? I don't know.
2: I think so. Well, who do you think would win? Wow. I'm uh, going to say Samantha. The first one to use a magical spell wins, right? That's my take on it. And Genie has to cross her arms and nod her head, right? Which takes a
1: lot longer than just wiggling your frickin' nose. And Jeannie was kind um, of—they played the blonde stereotype a lot with her, right? Whereas Samantha was a thinker. Like she, she ran that house, right? She was, she was intelligent. She very calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think just based on intellect alone, Samantha wins. Jeannie had some sort of she had some Gilliganess about her. Mm -hmm. Gilliganess. She yeah, did. she was sweet. Right, Stupidity. So like
0: sometimes her sweet. magic would be. Plus her heart. Sweetness. <laughs> yeah. It would just be mistakes. But yeah, I, I think Samantha's. Because they could both time travel. They could both freeze time and space. They could do all that other stuff. But yeah, I think Samantha would be quicker to the draw. Mm-hmm. And I think she's. If you look at back at pictures, she, man, she was so
2: hot. Elizabeth Montgomery. Yeah. So she's got my vote. I'm going with I'm going with Sam from Bewitched for sure. It had, we had agreement on both of those. It's I kind of bo-
1: it's more boring that way though. You think so? Are yeah. we objectifying women though? Do we need to like check our privilege here?
2: Well, last week it was men. It was yeah. I'm I'm dismissing the entire sexual object aspect of those two women. I, I to to in you know they're both beautiful. Fair enough, but that to me that's not the
1: you know the thing about them. Uh, Yeah, me too. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say the producers definitely played up that thing about Jeannie. They did. Much much more so. They did. Both were very attractive women, though.
2: And her boyfriend was an astronaut, I think, right? Whatever. Uh, Larry Hagman. Yeah.
1: JR from. Yeah.
2: Uh, And then like Samantha was just like a businessman, wasn't he? Darwin. Darren. Darren. There was two Darrens. Do you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Uh, Dick Sargent was one
0: Dick York, Dick York, both dicks. Was the other guy a Sergeant something Dick York. No, but was the other guy's name Sergeant something? I don't know.
2: (laughs) Dick Sargent. Yeah, you were right. I believe that was his name. We'll look it up later. What are you talking about, Joe? I don't even know what you're talking about. Was he a Sergeant? I thought his name was Dick Sargent. It was. That was, I think that was the first one. And then Dick York was the second one. So they're both named Dick. They're both. That's what I said. They're both dicks. You should have, said, you should have started with that.
1: <laughs> hey, So, um, oh, wow, they actually look pretty similar to you.
2: That's. I think that was intentional. Well, and yeah, it, is it Dick York Dick York, and Dick Sargent?
1: Uh-huh. Oh, they both me. have very prominent chins, like almost like a caricature. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 Good actors too. All
0: right. Well, we got to pay the bills around here. Um, so, and you, this is finally. Not that our other sponsors weren't legitimate, but I think we finally made a big time.
2: Wow. Because we
0: finally – we're starting to hit into the pharmaceutical market. And you know, any time that you're on a show and they start advertising drugs to you, you know you've made it. Or you're old. <laughs>
2: we're going to be our
0: demographics here, right? <laughs> All right. Here we go. Christian will edit this out. <laughs> Make it a little shorter. Okay, here we go.
4: Hello, I'm Walter Concrete, venerable and trusted newsman. Are you or a loved one getting your news only from social media or chain emails written out in all caps? I keep telling you, the Illuminati don't control all the world's governments. And they trick your mind with the Jewish space laser way up in them skies. They shoot their lies right into your brain. Oh, honey, you've got to stop with that AM talk radio. It's true. The pretty people on late night cable TV news done says it too. And if not the Jewish space laser, the COVID shot done have Bill Gates microchips in them as well to make us all godless vegans then you might have a case of informational deficiency, intellectual obstinence, toxicity syndrome, or idiots. Those who suffer idiots are prone to delusional rants, paranoid conspiracies, racist podcasts, and an urge to dominate holiday dinner conversation. The moment we all say happy holidays, the terrorists win! That's nice. I was really just asking for you to pass the cranberries, Uncle Mike. But now there's hope for idiots. Introducing Noatol. Every 600 milligram capsule of Noatol contains concentrated fact-based information from credible news sources that's been verified and fact-checked. By ingesting just one capsule daily, idiots can be alleviated, bringing relief to patients and their families. The handsome angry man with the pundit show says George Soros and the Antichrist are funding critical race theory and leaving their evil lessons in every edition of Oprah's Book of the Month Club. I'm going to organize a book burning with my... Honey, that's all very
3: interesting. Here's your daily dose of (laughs) know-it-all.
4: Yep, I don't think that with a patriarchal system oppressing the rest of our so-called modern civilization, a subtle but firm revolution needs to emerge from the populace so that the misdeeds of our founding fathers can be adequately reversed.
3: Oh, honey, I think it's working.
4: So I've removed the children from school, quit my form of corporate enslavement, satirically <laughs> referred to as a job, and we will now live off the grid and in the woods as our distant ancestors did, without modern distractions like TV, smartphones, and the internet. I've already begun burning their bras for warmth in our newly constructed tiny house. Hmm. One of those was my Sunday church bra. No more shackles for any of us. <laughs> I've returned all our wine and used the proceeds to build tiny libraries with which to educate our children.
3: Hmm, I think we'll reduce your dosage by, say, 40%.
4: Yes, beat back ignorance and paranoia with all. Order a complimentary bottle today. Side effects of Noatol include an enhanced knowledge of how the American political system actually works, the shortfalls of the education system, and the prevalence of propaganda in everyday lives. Feelings of despair, crushing ennui, disappointment in humanity, day drinking, and screaming into the void may preclude concussions from banging one's head into the wall or slight sprains from wringing one's hands constantly. Irritability, sleeplessness, and day drinking are common. Other symptoms include listlessness, grouchiness, and eye rolling, or the urgent need to argue with total strangers on social media. Did we mention the day drinking? More severe side effects include uncontrollable sobbing, screaming at appliances, arguing with pets, and again, day drinking. If no-at-all causes prolonged suffering of these symptoms patients are recommended to try the empathy suppressing pharmaceutical fuck it all available by prescription only
0: it wasn't me it was our sponsor right yeah
2: it was a good sponsor is what i
0: mean yeah sounded very familiar really yeah walter cron concrete is that what his name was
1: (laughs) i don't know the phone cut out yeah this freaking iphone 4
0: we'll paste it in there later yeah all right so we got uh this episode paid for now um, and we have 15 minutes to talk about some, oh, so we got to do smell. Mm. We have to do MAGA. Right. What, is that what we call it? Middle aged white guy Middle advice. advice. Um, we probably have time for a couple other topics. Okay.
2: Barry, you got something? Uh, no. <laughs> Scott. I closed that page on my phone where I have things. All right. Cause I got stuff.
1: You do a great job. Jeff. Let's hear it from you. All
2: right. Let me say, Joe, that that gin that you brought today is fantastic. Maybe we should give a shout out. Let's do that. Um,
0: So I got a gin from a distillery down in Galleon, Ohio, which is just north of Columbus, and it's called Iron Vault Distillery. I got a gin while I was there, which we're drinking now. Excellent gin. It is fantastic. Thank you. And they thank you. Um, I got a whiskey down there. I got a vodka down there and then I got this – it's called – I think it's called Akavit. Hmm. It's a like a Scandinavian liquor that has like caraway seed and dill and mint um, and they use it for their digestive tract. But it's called Akavit and it basically means uh, like water of life. I love it. It was really good. And you put it in the freezer and you're supposed to drink it. But yeah, thank you. That's fantastic. Thank you. Iron Vault Distillery. Galleon, Ohio. Nice. Um, So I got one topic here. It's not really a question. It's just more of an observation. I started thinking about these gifts that I had when I was young, like toys that I wanted, that in hindsight, they were totally useless. But I always got them. One of them was Silly Putty. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have Silly Putty when you were growing up? Yes. Yeah. It was like always in the stocking. It was always a gift, right? Yep. And I couldn't wait to get it. But in hindsight, I'm like, what did I use that for besides putting on a comic? So like oh, I, I was going to say, that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you did. Yeah. Because it wasn't like a Play-Doh. Right. You couldn't, it wasn't enough. I came to that little egg and it wasn't enough to like make anything. You would just <laughs> slap it on a comic and like you'd pull it back and you'd be like,
2: <laughs> look. That's it. Simpler times back then. You could put it on stuff that was textured and it would take that texture, which was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, like jeans and
2: stuff. Yeah, or just like the the Silly Putty uh, egg that it came in and had like an embossed Silly Putty lettering on there. You could squeeze it on there and, it, and then you could you know, hold it away from there and it still said city, Silly Putty, mm-hmm. only mirrored. Ah, it was just one of those like
0: gifts. I was like, it's a stupid gift. Because then, you know, like you get like a fingernail clipping in it or like a hair and then like you wouldn't want to touch it again.
2: And you could only do the comics thing so much and then it sort of got – Yeah, it got – Kind
1: of kind of gross. Yeah. I wonder what the ad was like for that. Because I mean, I remember we all wanted it. It was yeah. like the coolest thing. And if somebody had it at school, it was like, oh God, I want that. Like a silly putty. And, yeah. It was fun. It it was fun. Um,
2: but not that fun. Yeah. And especially as an adult, you look at it and like, really? I know. Yeah. That, simpler type. Like, I'd then. hand that to my kids now, they'd be like, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Give me this. Here's the thing though. We we all know that feeling that you get like Five days before Christmas, when you think, "Listen, I have not bought enough shit for the kids." I'm gonna throw in some silly putty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the worst Christmas ever. I gotta throw
1: in some silly putty and a Rubik's cube and a slinky. Slinky. That's, <laughs> That's my what, other one. I was just gonna say, yeah, they never work the way they show them on this. Sh-
0: Especially, I lived on a ranch, so I'd stack like like three books, then I get like three tumbles out of it. Yeah.
1: Well, we had stairs going to our basement. But it would never go down though. No,
0: you get like two or three stairs and they would just tumble the
1: rest Mm -hmm. of the way. Or just stop.
0: And if you got a kink in it, oh, God. You're screwed.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could spend the next three days trying to figure that out.
0: And then they came out with the plastic ones. This was after my time, though. But they didn't make that like twangy sound. So Mm -hmm.
2: they were. Which was mm -hmm. one of the best parts, the the noise the slinky made. So, yeah, slinky.
0: And then I don't know the name of it, but do you remember that straw? That had that tube of, like, gum you would put at the end, which yes. had to have been toxic because it smelled wonderful. Yes. It smelled like a magic marker. And you would blow on it. And I like that smell, too. And it would make these, like, swirly paisley bubbles. Yeah. Oh. You don't remember keep, that? People
2: in Middletown are so rich. Yeah. What you, was
0: that stuff called?
2: Shit, I remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Of course, I
1: dreamed of having toys when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I remember one time we splurged and had shrinky dinks. <laughs> remember those? They were the plastic things you had oh. to like cut them out, and then you colored them, and then you put them put in, the, in oven. the oven. Yeah, they got smaller. Oh, I used to dream of having shrink- shrinky dinks.
0: <laughs> well, then this next one you probably dreamt of.
2: Get, I, I got a I got a bag full of broken glass, and I loved it. Oh God! There's got to be a dip that. <laughs>
0: Uh, and the last one here, just because I saw a commercial of it. There's other ones I didn't see commercials. I just happen to remember them.
2: Shout out to Dave Goldstein on that last joke. He, he actually got the reference on that one. I'm sorry I interrupted. I apologize. You're acting like Dave's here. Well, he listens. You just said somebody else's name. Remember, you're going to stop <laughs> saying people's names. When did I say that?
1: <laughs> Goldstein will appreciate it, though. Yeah, oh, I said, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. But, but, say it yeah. again. Let's yeah. just relive the whole, whole episode again. <laughs>
2: I, I apologize. <laughs> we got nine minutes, and I still got to do middle-aged white guy advice. So let's wrap it up, Joe.
1: Evil Knievel doll. Remember that evil Knievel yes. thing? Yeah, oh yeah, the one you crank the handle and yeah. the motorcycle would go. That yeah. thing had an interesting. That was smell, awesome. Too. Remember how that thing smelled?
2: That no. was the it was the phthalates. That shit'll yeah. kill you. Did it just smell like a plastic? Yeah, but it really really strong. Did it smell
0: like Barbie dolls?
2: Probably the same smell. I never had a Barbie doll, unfortunately, uh, yeah, Joe. I like,
1: I like the smell of Barbie. Well, <laughs> the good news for me was my grandparents smoked so much that I didn't smell the evil can evil. Knievel. I remember playing with it at their house. Yeah,
0: and, yeah but I, I saw a commir- like a recent commercial of it, and it showed it like on like a dirt road, and he's staying upright and oh, it oh, like yeah. jumps something. I was like, that shit never worked that way. Right? You pump it, you twirl it three or four times, it would go like four or five feet and tip over. Oh, Certainly never well.
1: jumped any what. It didn't jump very well, but it would go far.
0: Yeah. Is that what got you into the whole motocross racing thing?
1: Dude, I was riding a motorcycle before I was born. Like, my mom <laughs> literally rode motorcycles when she, <laughs> she was, was pregnant? pregnant with me. Yeah. Wow, that explains a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that. And too. I was back on them again, like, rounding up cattle and stuff with my dad when I was, like, two. I was sitting on the gas tank, holding onto the crossbar. You're lucky you didn't become an elephant, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. I no, don't either.
2: <laughs> All right. I think we got to do
0: MAGA. So I'm going to play this 30-second intro that Andy came up with for this MAGA. Are you or are you just going to try? No. I'm going to try to do it. My phone's messing up. Oh, I also one of the other feedbacks I was going to give myself is I don't think I say fuck enough. I agree. I say it way more in real life. But for whatever reason, I get on here and I don't say it.
2: Yeah, I agree. You need to say it. Say it, Joe. No. (laughs) We had that. Maybe it's
1: because Karen. Maybe she inspires you to say it more in real life. I think Karen inspires you not to say it. She doesn't care. Have you heard Karen?
2: I don't think that's Only my when point. She's drunk. She, you don't want her to say it as much, so you say oh, it. So less. then I don't say it. That's yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Okay, that's probably right.
1: All right, here we go. I'm gonna play it. And then you agreed. Your fucking. We may it. have set a bad tone too by <laughs> sainting you in the first show, first episode. That's true.
2: That's true.
1: You don't want to be a saint, do you, Joe? You want to be a badass motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I think it's over.
0: You think it's over again. It's time for white guy advice. You think it's over.
2: All right. <laughs> Now's the segment on the show that we call Middle Age White Guy Advice. We'll read questions or comments from listeners and offer our own answers, questions or comments. If you have a question or comment for the podcast, please send them to get at gmail com. Get them in early because you know we only we can't read through all five thousand questions and comments that come. Well, in. plus our interns got to print them out. Yeah, because he's Amish and a middle aged white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Okay, question number one, uh, dear blindsided. I like to buy stuff, but the price of some of my favorite stuff has been going up a lot lately. We all know that. That's True, right? Prices have been going up lately. It's
1: all Joe Biden's fault. Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I'm not the intern. <laughs> uh,
2: What should I do with those high prices? Answer from the intern. All prices are controlled by the office of the president of the United States of America, as you just pointed out. Well, I, yeah, we all know that. Right now, anyway, they are. Okay, it's not always like that. Well, it wasn't like that two or three years ago. <laughs> when it prices, changes.
1: No, when prices were low, yeah. It absolutely.
2: changes. Okay, so right now, all the prices are controlled from the office of the President
1: of the United States. So plan accordingly. The gas pumps in Twinsburg say that. Have you all seen those? No. There's little stickers on the. So at the.
2: Right. Oh, is it really. Yeah. yeah. They're doing that oh, at the grocery it. store too. Oh, yeah, they're finding stuff that has high prices. Like they'll go to the they go to the crab legs that are like 75 bucks and they'll put a
1: sticker on it that says, Thanks, Biden. Oh, I've seen one where it's his, an image of him and he's pointing to the price. Right. And I, it says, I did that.
2: Yeah, he did. He's That's where, that's where all the prices come from, according to the intern. I have no idea if that's true, but we should have Adrian back on here. She's a, a pricing expert. Yeah, it's a good point. It, I only know about drugs. Right. I was going to ask, <laughs> how's the eight ball doing? <laughs> Almost out. Everything well, else. Well, I'm at the price, not no. Everything else, I don't know what, where the prices come from. It's, I just know it's Joe Biden. Hmm. Okay, four minutes left. We got a couple more uh, Amaga questions to go to. Uh, dear Blindside, my wife and I are pretty sure that we are better judge of what should be taught in schools than teachers or the government.
1: Obviously, what should I do? Move to Florida. It's a good idea. A lot of freedom there, yeah. or Idaho. Idaho's oh. good too. Yeah.
2: Well, here's what our intern had to say. You will want to donate to the middle-aged white guy super PAC. Aren't all the super PACs middle-aged white guys? <laughs> There's a specific one oh. called middle-aged white guy super PAC. They are lobbying Congress, Congress to only teach subjects that middle-aged white guys like, like yeah. who would win in a fight? Exactly. Yeah. Woodworking, metal shop, small some- engines. Here are a few examples of courses that will be taught after the new curriculum from the middle-aged white guy super pack is uh, put in place. Class number one, why should why you should feel bad about going outside on a sunny day, an introduction. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm confused. <laughs> I want my kids to go outside. They won't. You're a middle-aged white guy, and you want your kids to go outside, and you shame them for not going outside. Right, because you're a middle-aged white guy. So, what's the course title? Why you should feel bad about not going outside on oh, a sunny day. About not going outside. Okay, okay. I'm oh on. my god, I'm caught up now. What the hell,
0: Joe? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we need to think. We need to rethink this whole middle-aged
2: white guy. Male. You guys can go. It's get very fun. confusing. <laughs> Class syllabus number two. I hated my parents, and I do the same shit that they do. But you should love me anyway. Clear on that one, Scott. <laughs> no, nope. move on. Things middle-aged white clear. guys say for two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I told you it wasn't going to be my best middle-aged white guy advice. Okay, I'm doing my best. I here. like number two. You, you know, have, on, I, I, We got more. No. We're going to talk about that at the bar after. <laughs> Class number three. Watching a single baseball game is a fun way to spend half your day. Oh god, shoot me now. You get you get it now? Are are we on board? Wait a minute, I like baseball. <laughs> yeah, but wait. All middle-aged white guys like
0: baseball. No. Wait, you're saying I'm a middle-aged white guy?
2: <laughs> Wake-up call for Joe Joe Turner. <laughs> You are uh, one of the few that enjoy spending half their day watching a full
1: baseball game because you're a middle-aged white guy. I don't mind going to the park and watching it because you get to people watch and there's lots of other stuff. to
2: Question. I mean, (laughs) class number four. (laughs) Is this a full day's worth of schoolwork? This isn't the middle-aged white guy curriculum that this, that the middle-aged white guy super PAC is putting in place. Where are the culture wars? I don't feel triggered yet. (laughs) Class number four, museums are interesting. No, seriously. Obviously. (laughs) Okay. Class number five, going to concerts and standing perfectly still. Well, I can't dance. (laughs) You are a middle-aged white guy. God, what the... Okay. Anyway, next question. Dear Blindsided, is it true Taylor Hawkins, Madeline Albright, William Hurt, and Luis from Sesame Street all died from getting COVID shots? God. too soon man
1: <laughs> poor taylor it is sad i only know who madeline albright is what who are those other people william hurt who's that
2: is an actor <sighs> scott we're gonna what have did, why why don't you, your... we're gonna
1: have to ask you to go wait in
2: the lobby while until we finish this podcast
1: what was the other one that um the musician from the foo fighters drummer yeah, yeah that, that guy. guy yeah yeah, yeah okay louise from sesame street Oh, you did de- grew up on a farm, didn't you? I watched a lot of Sesame Street. What the Street. hell? Which one was Luis? I don't know. Was, was the, that Maria's husband? He was the Hispanic one. All right. You know what, guys? We need to wrap this up.
0: <laughs> we obviously need Andy here to help keep us focused and to give us topics that are enlightening and entertaining. I'm not blaming you guys. I'll, I'll shoulder the blame. All right. <laughs> We were counting on you to carry the episode, Joe. I know you were, and I was really busy this week. Um, well, I'll just keep doing this. We, <laughs> a perfect episode. All right. We are going to wrap it up because we're getting kicked out. Um, not on our own accord, though. But thank you. Uh, all those friendly reminders to subscribe, download, uh, send emails to some address. Can I print this episode out? <laughs> And put it in your binder, my episode binder. Uh, Like us. Do all the things you would do with social media. And uh, we will be back next week. Hopefully the band will be back together, right? Next week?
1: Band back together? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. All right. Thank God.
3: All right. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye. Bye.